I need a okay. spooky story. I need a spooky story. So bad. No. No? I'm, no, I know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I said now. Uh, I thought you were going to refuse no. me. I was just like, what? Oh, I, okay. Sorry. Well, no. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I have nothing for you. I was going to Damn riff, it. But um, no, this one's pretty good. I'm Josie. And I'm Katie. And this is Something Spookish. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm so oh excited. My all right. All right. I'm, I'm excited. I don't know why I'm, I'm ready excited. to deliver you the goods. Be excited. <laughs> you should be excited because I have now demonstrated my really amazing Ooh. ability to tell a spooky story. Yes. Yes, girl, you have. Thank you. It's just like funny. Like you're, I'm so, you're so excited to be scared, you know? <laughs> you know, it's just so much fun. You need just a little dose of fear every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's healthy. I'm going to tell you about the cursed fireplace. Oh. Oh, yeah. my. Not just any fireplace. A cursed one. One, I love fireplaces, but a cursed one? You're not going to love this one. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, you're not. Maybe once upon a time, well, but no more. Well, if it's cursed, I say, I'd probably say nay. Yeah, I would recommend it. <laughs> um, this one is back in the day. Not really that far, but far enough. Uh, these events took place between February and September of 1984. In Washington, Missouri. Washington, Missouri. Yeah. What's up? I had to triple check that one. There's a lot of Washingtons all over the place. That makes sense, President. I suppose so. Yeah. Uh, where Where the hell did you find this story? Um, this was one of those um, eyewitness account shows. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think I did a, an episode previously on something similar like this so i'll i'll cite it in my show notes okay but it's gonna be it's good so it's uh fully based on eyewitness testimony and these details were gathered by getting interviews from several people and shit is freaky well all right well yeah so but you know just just buckle up as you normally need to do i think you should just go ahead and assume that if we're starting you're buckling up i've already installed a seatbelt here fabulous (laughs) great good the subject of today's story her name is linda linda coddington and at the time she was 21 her father had just passed away which was really sad and had hit her really hard they were very close Um, in addition to dealing with that um, her boyfriend was away on work he was a truck driver driving across the country and he would be gone at weeks at a time Um, And together they had a daughter, Mandy, who was about four or five. They didn't say, but that was that was my guesstimate. And then Linda was also pregnant with her son. One positive thing that came out of her father's passing was that she did get a small inheritance because he wanted to make sure that she was set up to have some stability after he passed away. So she was able to purchase a small apartment. Uh, for her and her boyfriend and her children. And this was in the same area that she had grown up in, so it felt really comfortable and familiar. 
She said it was just really charming and very comforting. And one thing that she absolutely loved about it was that it had a beautiful old fireplace. And that is usually a selling point. Yeah, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a fireplace. So, yeah. It's like the centerpiece of the home, was it? Um, Yes, but mind you, this is in an apartment, too, so it's extra special. That's I can attest to that because I do not have a fireplace, and damn, do I want one. I also do not have a fireplace, and it's it's strange. Oh, yeah. And just the ones that you can buy to put, like, in the little... No, it's not. The electric ones are not worth it. No, they suck. It's not the same. Santa can't go down those, (laughs) and it's worthless. Yeah. Exactly. So, so all these things together made her really excited and feel really good about moving into this new place with her children while her boyfriend was away and just starting to get settled and getting ready for her new baby. And um, it, it's supposed to be a, a good time. You know, it's hard whenever your significant other is away. Well, yeah. One of her hopes was that maybe later on down the line she could restore that beautiful fireplace. Um, one strange thing, though, was it was it was boarded up. Hmm. Kind of strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you would board up a, a fireplace. That actually kind of seems, well, it's an eyesore. It's very strange. I don't know. I'd, I'd be like, why? Yeah, but it's, she's it's, like, it's very fine. mysterious. A tad mysterious, but it's fine. And she left the boards up. She's like, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it later. What if she finds a dead uh, body behind there? Well, um, you know, that would be troublesome, and <laughs> she would have to cross that bridge if she came to it. Fair enough. And so she she was first moving in, and in one of the rooms, she was cleaning out a closet and found uh, something hanging from a chain that was hung towards one side of the closet. It was round with really intricate designs. It was very pretty. And she looked at it, and then she hung it back in the closet, thinking that maybe it was from the former owner and that maybe they would be coming back to look for it. So she's just put it back where she found it. And totally for- forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would do that. I I would. Would you? Yeah, probably. I mean, that's logical to me. What would you do? I I don't know. I feel like I'd be like, what is this? And if I was thinking that they were going to come back for it, I'd probably take it out and, and put it in a drawer or something. Or I don't know. I, I, don't I know. would or throw well, it out. I mean, like, the ho- yeah, I would probably throw it out, actually, yeah. I don't know. It seemed like a piece of large jewelry. So also, she's busy. Yeah. She's packing. You know, I'm going to put it back. I'm going to deal with it later. Fuck it. One thing about the apartment that was a little off was that it was unnaturally dark and gloomy. And Linda would wash the windows pretty regularly, which is a lot more often than I wash my windows. So she was really giving it a good try. And no matter how often she did that, you know, no matter how... Often she kept all the curtains open. Nothing helped. It just continued to be dark and gloomy. That's a really interesting, like, paranormal effect. Well, I don't hear that very normal. You're not sure? I'm not. Well, you'll see. You'll see, perhaps. God, you know things. it's dark. Okay. It's it's dark. It's unnaturally dark. Yeah. As she described it. But what's worse is that in the evenings, a sense of something not right would come over her and just she would start to be feel uncomfortable and she just kind of chalked it up to getting used to a new place and missing Mandy's dad and uh, some you know normal things that you would assume are maybe why you 
your mood tanks in the evening, but mm-hmm. it was something she experienced every night. One night, she heard uh, what she, she was reading Mandy a bedtime story on the couch in the little living room by the windows and um, not far from that from that fireplace when she heard really heavy breathing right by her ear. And this would happen somewhat regularly. This was not a one-time thing. And she would, fr- she would freak out, but she would try not to show it so that she wouldn't startle Mandy. Uh, and oh, she tried to forget about it. so hard. Like, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Yeah, that, oh, because the whole time I'm like, what the fuck? No. What the fuck? But I think I would have freaked out. Yeah, totally. If you have a kid, though, you have to, like, kind of hold your, kind of have to do you hold your P's and Q's together, don't you? Do, do, do you, though? Because I would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'd be like, sorry, baby girl. Uh, d- mm, I, I will put a dollar in the swear jar. That was not good. That was no bad. But, but I, well, I don't know. All right, fine. You win. I wouldn't want to scare the little one. You're right. Oh, see? It's hard. Like, Damn it. what a crepe. Ah, uh, see? Uh, all right. I just had a little war with myself there, but I, I figured it out. And, yeah, I, I get it. But maybe the second or third time, like, oh, my God, what is wrong? Uh, she tried to forget about it, though. She just she pushed it aside like she keeps doing with this stuff. So, you know, I think you only get so many times that you should push things to the side before you start getting worried about them. Uh, but, no, you're you know, just crazy. In her know? favor. You're just crazy. Yeah, she's she's just trying to live her life, darn it. <laughs> Linda's cousin Jeannie came over one day and Jeannie noticed how dark it was and told Linda that she needed to wash her windows and Linda basically rolled her eyes and she's like yeah I know I do because <laughs> I think she was getting frustrated herself with how dark it was and uh so it wasn't you know so it was noticeable okay. by pretty much anyone who would walk in there how dark it was they were talking in the kitchen Linda and Jeannie um and Mandy was at a small table in the next room And they noticed that she was nodding her head and talking to someone and that she was looking upwards like there was someone there, like an adult. Mm, Hi. Hi, baby. Who who are you talking to? Who are you talking to, darling? Hi. And so Linda was like, oh, that's just kid stuff. What? Jeannie. (laughs) What? (laughs) No. And Jeannie, who had had, uh, like, three kids, she was like, mm, no, no, it's it's not, Linda. It's not kids' stuff. Holy crap. First of all, the fact that she nods her head, she's looking up, she's nodding her head up and down and side to side. Like if Well, you, I don't know if it was side to side. I, I would describe that as shaking your head. Okay, well, the, if she's responding with a nod of some sort, I would. <laughs> yes. I would she's be. She's interacting. I would be concerned. Okay, and that's yeah, and the like. I get to be like, yeah, kids talk to imaginary friends, but I don't know. Like, they're usually nodding. not adults. Yeah, I'm like not. when I was little, I had an imaginary friend, and it was uh, a husky. Oh yeah, it was it, yeah, it was a Dodge. Her name was Rhonda, and <laughs> uh, she was awesome. That sounds but um awesome. She, but she didn't talk because she was a dog. And and you didn't look up at her. 
No, no. Right. See, so I, as strange as that sounds, I feel like that was more uh, along the lines of a normal no, no, <laughs> imaginary no. friend. No, I feel like, because <laughs> I think I had an animal one. I don't remember. But, like, okay, I, I totally, I totally get where, where she's coming from, because obviously, like, yeah. you know, people don't believe. But Linda's doing too much... Uh, I feel like she's making too many excuses for the weird things that are happening. At first, I was like, yeah, sure. But now I'm like, no, no. And Jeannie, I'm glad that Jeannie pointed out that no, 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 that's not normal. Pay attention to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good friend. Yeah. Uh, it's her cousin. And oh. so, yes, get it right, Josie. Sorry. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's all right. I'll give you this one. While Jeannie was over, Linda had left her bedroom door just partially closed because she had company over, you know? You don't want to just leave your bedroom door open. And when she was walking by that door, she found that it was completely closed. She tried to open it, but it wouldn't budge. And this had been, this was after Jeannie had left, and this was the first time that Linda had gone by it. So she was trying to open it, and it wouldn't budge, and Linda was afraid that someone had broken in because why else would it not be opening? And she knew that Mandy was inside that bedroom. Uh-oh. And yeah, and so she because they were sharing a bedroom at the time. And so she was screaming for Mandy and Mandy didn't understand why her mom was shouting and it was all very stressful. Do you and think like finally, she accidentally like locked the door? Locked herself uh, in? No, so what happened was that Linda finally was able to push the door open enough and realize it had been barricaded with her bed. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so now Mandy is in her little bed farther away from the door and just looked confused and scared and, again, didn't know why her mom was shouting. And Linda asked if someone had pushed the other bed in front of the door. Oh, my God. And Mandy said she didn't know. Because it probably just fucking, like, flew or was like slowly, ugh, and she's, oh my god! And then your mom's shouting, but you're like, "What the hell just happened?" That some, right. she, uh, uh, uh. you're like four. You're like, I don't know, I don't know, mom, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Poor little thing. And so, yeah, something, not Mandy, pushed an entire bed to barricade the door. Ooh, but Mandy was okay. Yeah, she wasn't she wasn't harmed and and she didn't seem to be frightened other than being scared that her mom was scared. So it was strange. It was a strange happening. On another day, Linda is just looking out the window when she hears a loud crack. She looks behind her and hears that it's the fireplace and that's where the sounds are coming for and it's the boards creaking that are attached to the fireplace. So she goes over there and she kind of peers in, and it's hard to peer in because it's boarded up, but you can kind of see a little bit between the cracks. And oh. the creaking stops. Oh, it's that kind of board? Ooh, and it stops? Ew. Yeah, it stops. Why wouldn't they take the board off yet? You know, it, it requires a screwdriver and some screws, and there's a lot of screws, and it's in there real good. So, you know, I'd be like, fuck it. Touche. I stop yeah. right at screwdriver. I don't think I... <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll leave that for my mans when he gets back. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, girl. Yeah. And and February through September, so it's probably pretty hot. 
Okay. So you don't, you don't, it's not the you time where you, you yearn for it. Yeah, that's a good point, though. Because had it been chilly, I would have been like, get I'm going to bust this thing out. Yeah, get me my, my freaking fireplace. Santa needs access to our home. <laughs> it's yeah. an emergency. It had stopped, and she assumed it must have been a strong breeze that had just come through or the a bird that had maybe fallen down and maybe gotten out. She wasn't sure. And that's reasonable still yeah. at this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was on the phone with her boyfriend later and was telling him some of the weird things that were happening. He thought she just had baby blues and dismissed her fears and didn't make her feel any better. So she was frustrated and hurt and then also started thinking, maybe I am crazy. Maybe it's all in my mind and I don't know what to think. Which is a pattern I feel like we see often. It's it's becoming a pattern, yeah. Yeah. A little later on, Linda moved Mandy to her own bedroom because I believe there were two bedrooms. At first they had been sharing the bedroom, but she set Mandy up with her own little space. And that was so Linda could begin making room for the new baby who was due pretty soon. Mm. And... Also give Mandy her own room because that's always a, uh, a special thing to have. Mandy loved it and was very excited. That first night, the first night that she was in that room, around midnight, Linda heard Mandy screaming at the top of her lungs. She ran to her room and found the bed was shaking violently up and down. Oh, hell no. Hells no. no. Hells no. She grabbed Mandy and ran to the living room and was trying to comfort her. Mandy was rightfully screaming and crying and horrified. And while this was happening, Linda heard something moving around in the fireplace. Ew. Yeah. And the wood, it was so violent that the wood was shaking like something behind it was pushing it and trying to get out. No, no, stay. No. Oh, my God. Thank God. Thank God for the board. Right. Oh, thank like, God. No. Oh my God. That's why it's boarded up. Oh, that's why it's boarded up. That's why it's boarded up. Whoa. Wow. The, Something's trying to get out. That is crazy. It's cursed. The context clues within that yeah. made me go through yeah. that whole process. Whoa. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Ooh. Hence, it, ooh. hence the title. What? Ooh. What's what's trying to get out? She doesn't know, but she just knows that it's something, and she thought, oh, my God, whatever is in there is coming out. And she had her heart pounding in her ears, and she approached the fireplace because she's crazy (laughs) instead of just running away. (laughs) Uh, She is very brave. So she was just, there was like, there's no denying it. There's something trying to get into my house. And she could see the shadow of a shape scratching and pushing on the other side. And it was not a bird. And it was not a breeze. (laughs) Yeah, no. Neither. It was not a breeze. No. Um, We can safely rule those things out. um, Okay, what's next? Yeah, well, so, you know, now she she had the fight or flight kind of... wrestle within herself Mm -hmm. yeah and so at first she was fighting she approached the fireplace right and then she quickly veiled when she saw some kind of shape behind the boards and she grabbed bandy fuck that and they ran to her room absolutely fuck that get the hell out of there and they ran into her uh her bedroom and just barricaded themselves in there and huddled together and 
they did not sleep very well that night, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. No, 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 nor would I. And she was starting to think that it was something paranormal. And then she would go back and forth and be like, is that me? Am I crazy? And You're she, this was a really crazy. low point for her. But I feel yeah, but so bad. I do, too. And no one is validating her feelings. Like, Mandy can't do that. She's so young. She's just a little little baby. And she had just lost her father and her boyfriend was driving across the country. And she just thought to herself there was no one she could call, no one that could come get her. That sucks. It's like if you're the adult in the room in a scary situation you're like that, you're like, damn it. <laughs> Isn't there someone that can help me that can do the adulting for this? Because oh. I, 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 I would like to tap out. Such a good point. But you got you to gotta handle it. That's why I'm saying she she held her shit together when when she with the breath and the ear thing not wanting to <laughs> the scare the, the ear. yeah you no 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 um scaring the, scaring her kids she doesn't want to she's got to hold it together you got to be you got to step up yeah but now poor little mandy like she had to just deal with that first night in that room and the bed shaking violently and the fireplace shaking violently and Something's being coming extra. <laughs> Something is being extra. But nothing got out, and they were able to go to sleep. The next morning, Linda went into Mandy's bedroom, and everything was calm and fine and normal. So she pulled the door shut, and she never went back into that room again, she said. Oh. <laughs> I, oh. Yeah, she just... Didn't go back into that room ever. Uh, she she might have later down the line, when, but for, for months on end, just kept that door closed. Fuck that room. That's just going to be its own little space by itself. You can have it. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can have that room. Uh, we don't need it. Uh, but, like, didn't it move, like, your whole bed, though? Um, that was just Mandy's bed in the, in the new, in the second bedroom. Okay. So I, I yeah. smart, perhaps put this away for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I will deal with this later. Mm-hmm. This is a problem for my man when he comes home. You exa- yeah. Honey yeah. do list. Yeah. Honey, he is quite the list ahead of him. Could you please get the paranormal things out of the guest bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Can you please... Re uh, add extra boards to the fireplace. Somehow extract spirits. <laughs> Unfortunately, she had put all of her finances into that apartment, and there was nowhere that she could go. And she called her sister Audrey and asked if she would come over. Um, Audrey was in the living room, and her and Linda were talking about what had been happening. And Audrey heard loud breathing in her ear Hmm. would you like to know how she reacted oh is it reasonable it is indeed reasonable let me hear it (laughs) she got up and began swatting at the air trying to get it away from her oh my god yes 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 that now (laughs) just picturing that i'm like oh that is what i would do please what is that get away from me Yes, like some evil bat in the air. Like, get the fuck off of me. What the fuck is that? So I Come do. On. I applaud her reaction. Yeah, I'm yes. on board. 
Um, all of a sudden, as she's trying to swat this thing away, something pulls Linda's arm forward and yanks. Linda screams as Audrey lunges for Linda, grabbing her other arm and pulling her back. And Linda is this subject of this crazy tug of war between. No! Literally, her sister Audrey is trying to pull her back while something she can't see has yanked her arm forward and is pulling her forward and will not let go of her. Into what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to know, to be honest with you. Ew. Oh, my God. Ew. I'd be so scared. I'm so proud of her sister for her cousin. Who? Uh, Audrey's her sister. Yeah. And sister I'll tell for, you what. I'll do it to you. I'll do it for you. I'll, I'll hang in there. I would do it for you. I'd be like, not my sister. Not today. The adrenaline would most likely, I would definitely save you. Thank you, adrenaline. Thank you, adrenaline. I know. That's that. That's where I, I would be like, hells no. That's how I would do. Oh, love you. I love you, too. <laughs> See, we've got... I'm glad that we've established that we have each other's back in a spooky situation. Always. First one. Always. <laughs> we already knew that. Mm-hmm. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows you're welcome. Who would you save in a p- paranormal tug of war? Would you save them? If the answer is no, maybe you don't need them in your life, eh? Yeah. Mm. Wow, that's an intro yeah. right there. Oh, wow. You're welcome. Yes. Thank mm. you. I don't know why I have to say mm, mm, after everything. Like, mm, it was delicious. Yeah, mm, I did, mm, that's a good job. Mm, that was delicious. Oh, my God. I do that, I do that too. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. <laughs> just tasted so good on my ears, mm, through my ears. I, I just yeah. love a delicious conversation. Mm. <laughs> so, okay. So, Linda is, like I said, she's the subject of this really vicious tug-of-war uh, finally, whatever it was releases her, and Linda falls backward onto the couch with Audrey, and Audrey is horrified. But unfortunately, Linda starts having contractions at this point because she is like nine months pregnant, and that'll do it. They have to. That'll do it. That was also a very troubling event that mm-hmm. would probably um, initiate. Uh, for you to give birth early but she was nine months pregnant so I think it was right on time they rushed Linda to the hospital she gave birth to her son Aaron and Linda was overjoyed because she had been waiting for her little son for so long and here he was happy and healthy and when they got back to the apartment it was peaceful for a short time and they were very happy oh thank god yeah and and she thought she turned a corner well what I kind of wonder is if uh the positive emotions that she was feeling oh. made it so that it couldn't feed on her. Genius. Genius. That's it, Tis my theory. I I'm I wanna hop on you on the ship. Yes. Oh my gosh, please do. There's plenty of room that for, makes for you on this so ferry. Yes. Much sense. The power of, of positive thinking and energy and happiness. <laughs> I mean it really seemed to work, but it, you can't ride that high for very long, I imagine. Uh, no, because it's it's life and, and kids are hard, especially when you're alone and, and you know. Yeah, she was she was alone and she had a new baby and a little girl and that's a lot of work. That's a so. lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but ride that high, babe. Ride it. Ride it. And, you know, once she had to get off of that ride, uh, there was one night Ooh. where the creaking. Yeah. 
one night. That's <laughs> never good. The creaking and scratching from the fireplace started up, and it was worse than ever. Like something was fighting to get inside the apartment. Hmm. She called Jeannie and begged her to come over. And remember, Jeannie's the cousin. And Jeannie had picked up, because Jeannie's awesome. And halfway through the call, the phone went dead. So Jeannie freaked out. And Linda was freaking out, but Jeannie came over immediately. Thank God. And as soon as she walked in, Linda said, this place is haunted. To which I say, yes. Yes. I agree. Also on the ship. There's room, Linda. Yeah, there's, yeah, please join us in our theories, Linda. It's okay. It's okay. to Admitting it is the first step. So they're in the living room. Jeannie checks the fireplace. It had stopped shaking, but Linda had described what had been happening. So Jeannie was checking it out. She knew it was boarded up, but it. she had never seen it creaking and shaking and making noises and anything like that. So she asked, do you have a screwdriver? Mm, it's not good. I don't. No. No. No, no I don't. don't. No, I don't. I don't own a <laughs> screwdriver. As I I'm said. I'm sorry. I, yeah. It's not happening. No. But yeah. But, uh, and Jeannie, uh, well, Linda. Why she wouldn't she no. board it up even more? I guess they're like, is it an animal? But, but no, no, but it's not. But it's not an animal because you can tell because it's not. And I think Linda knows that. But I think Linda is also... Because she doesn't have any witnesses. So she's probably thinking, you know, am I crazy? I don't know what's going on. And Jeannie was really convinced that it had to be a trapped bird because what else could it possibly be? Well, and that's honey, reasonable. Uh, yeah, but uh, don't. Eh. Uh, okay. Eh. I guess I would believe my cousin. I would too. Yeah. But you got to. Damn it. Be rational up to a point. Um, so she was going to find out what it was and she began undoing the screws. I'm fucking scared. No way. I know. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to pause the movie and I can't do it. I'm like yelling at her. I'm like, okay, what happens? I, uh, yeah, I would, ooh, I would have just added more boards, but <laughs> she starts going for it. And she could tell that whoever had put the boards there had wanted to make sure that they stayed up. They were really in there. She undid one screw, and an uneasy feeling came over her. Oh, my God. Me too. (laughs) She undid a second screw, and the feeling got worse. Dude, fuck you. (laughs) Ah, as the I know this is my least favorite. (laughs) Um, as the third screw came loose, she felt an overwhelming sense that she should not be doing this, and so Jeannie started putting the screws back in as fast as she could. Oh my god! Okay, thank goodness. Thank you. Yep. Jesus. Oh, I know, but you're like, oh my gosh, let's not not don't let something like come before the screws are there. Holy Uh. crap. Yeah. So Linda notices this and she asks, what are you doing? And Jeannie said, Linda, I don't think this is meant to come down. Every time I take out a screw, I get a worse feeling that this is something that I'm not supposed to be doing. I am not taking it down. We agree. Yeah, I like Jeannie. She's got she's got her head on straight. She like she's logical and then she's willing to backtrack if the information presents itself accordingly. Yeah. You know, you take 
you take the uh, the details and you learn and you readjust and you go. Just trust your gut. Trust it. You're not just like stuck in the idealism of like, no, nothing's happening, blah, blah, blah. And and I and I do appreciate also because the sunk cost fallacy is something I kind of see all over the place. And I think some people would be like, well, I already got three screws out, so we'll just keep going. So I'm glad she didn't do that. Yeah. It's yeah. do I keep interesting. I keep saying what what did you say it was called? The sunk cost fallacy. Yeah, what is it? So it's something I learned in my it's like the only thing I learned from my marketing class at uh in college, but it was it really stuck with me because I feel like I it's just a natural way to think that if you've already put time and resources into an endeavor or an activity or an idea or what have you, that you should just keep going with it, even if it's clearly not a good idea anymore. And hmm. sometimes it's a lot better for you to just let it go. At work, I keep or like when I'm coaching, I keep telling people it's like it's much it's way easier for us for like for us to push ourselves and it's way harder for us to hold ourselves back. Oh, I like that. I think. Yeah. Way. I harder. think that's uh, Interesting. W- right in line. Uh huh. Well, so as soon as she puts the last screw back in, the feeling of dread that she had actually gets a lot worse. And that's when she hears a voice telling her that Jeannie needs to get the kids out of the apartment. In her and in her head or out loud? Like in her ear. Mm-hmm. And she didn't replicate what it sounded like, but she just said that the voice in her ear said that that she needs to get the kids out of the apartment. It's like a and, warning. Ugh. Yeah. So I actually have some theories that I'll bring up towards the end of this. About or someone what? trying to help. Yeah, yeah. So okay. just keep that one in your back pocket, which is another thing you should do with this podcast. Just keep th- keeping things in your back pocket. Uh, it's tucked already in there. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Jeannie told Linda what she had just heard in her ear, and Linda agreed, kind of, but not really. She didn't know what to do. So what she did was she ended up giving the baby to Jeannie to watch until the next day. And Jeannie told Linda to come with her, but Linda felt like she couldn't pile her whole family in on Jeannie. And I get it, but she's also offering, and maybe you take that. So Linda gave Jeannie the baby to watch until the next day and just to get him out of there, and her and Mandy stayed behind. Mm. Linda got into bed and turned the light off. But she could feel that something wasn't right. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, something was on top of her. Oh, my God. Suffocating her. No. Yeah. She didn't know what it was. All she could feel was the weight. And she that she couldn't breathe. She couldn't move. And after a few seconds, whatever it was released her. Ah. Okay. Ugh. She was terrified. But she keeps going back. And she's like, was that a bad dream? Am I crazy? And... This level of denial is just preventing her from, I think, getting help and letting herself receive help. And it's not not good. Linda was lost on what direction to go in. Her first instinct was to keep her children with her. She was torn as to whether or not to 
leave her kids with Jeannie while she got this figured out or to have the kids with her. And she felt really strongly that her children should be with her, which is great. But why don't you just all leave? Yeah, that's an option. Yeah. But if she put all, you said she put all of her money into it. Yeah. But, you know, some things are more important. There's always there's always a way. There's always a way. She has both a sister and a cousin within driving distance. So I felt I feel like there were outs. options. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Mandy's and Aaron's dad was still going to be gone for weeks. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. I, I get. Yeah. As soon as the thing was scratching to come out of the fireplace, I'd probably call it right there. This, this podcast oh, yeah. should be called like, when do you call it? What are you done? When the fuck are you out? Oh my god, I love that. That can be, can that be just like a sub game that we play? Oh, please. I call it back there. We tapped it a long time ago. Fuck. On another day, Linda invited her friend Becky over for dinner. And she was excited to see Becky. Um, Her and Becky had known each other for a long time. And so Linda was describing what had been happening. As she was talking... They both heard a loud crash. In the living room, dishes were flying off the counter. Cabinets were opening and spilling out all their contents. The bedroom door started shaking. And the baby was inside that room. Things have escalated. Linda and Becky finally are able to force that door open and they barge inside. And when they get in there, they flip the light on. And baby Aaron, who's in his crib has a circle of what looks like blood droplets going around him. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Linda scoops Aaron up. He has no marks. He has no cuts. Thank goodness. But there was no reason for the blood that was around him. Dude, how dare whatever this thing. How dare. Yeah, that's a whole other level of freaky ritualistic none of none of that thank you becky told linda to call the church for a house exorcism it's time to call the church i like becky as well claps snaps for becky snaps (laughs) a few days later the priest arrived and he started by reading from the bible and doing blessings There was a muffled sound coming from the fireplace as he began moving from room to room. The fireplace began shaking just a little at first, and then more, and then to the point where it was shaking violently. The priest moved towards the fireplace and directed the prayers towards it. And this whole time, um, it's just Linda who's behind him. Uh, No, I'm sorry. It's Linda and Audrey who are there behind the priest as he's yelling his prayers at like at at this incredible, shaking, terrifying, negative energy that is clearly coming from the fireplace. And as he ends his prayer, the fireplace goes silent. I don't believe it. Yeah, don't believe it. And then a second later. The wood planks covering it shatter outwards. Oh, and some, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't just, like, come apart. They shatter outwards. The planks have just splintered apart. 
something they could not see, burst through into the living room. And Linda said it was like an invisible creature was running around the room. The priest continued to pray uh, as soon as this happens. And this doesn't seem like the right thing to do. I don't know. You know what? What else are you going to do? You're going to pray. You pray some pray. more. I would run. <laughs> I would run. <laughs> uh, Linda and Audrey are huddling together on the couch, and this thing that is running around ends up hitting Audrey's leg. Uh, you're going to tell me so what she, it like, felt like. So she, like, feels it. I'm not. She oh doesn't describe it. Oh, my God. But she's just like, oh, my God, it hit uh, me. Ah! Uh, <laughs> Whatever it was, it was going around the table and around the room, and it was going fast. And wherever it went, it left a wake of destruction, knocking over chairs and furniture and anything that was in its way. It's like a dog on zoomies. It really is. Like a horrifying, ugh, creature, ugh, of darkness, ugh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) After it made a few loops around the room, they heard it clamber. They literally heard it clamber. Back into the fireplace oh my God, and go up through the uh, chimney. Uh, and it went... <laughs> no, that wasn't good enough. <laughs> uh, is that what it is? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they could tell it was running up the chimney. And after it went up the chimney, no. it got really quiet. No. But no. it's gone. <laughs> okay. No, no, it is. It's, it's gone. No, it's, it's gone. gone. No, it's yeah, no, gone. no, no, it's gone. <laughs> it went up the chimney. It, it's gone. And, and there was that, a lightness in the air. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was. There was a lightness in the air. <laughs> okay. And sunlight started shining through the windows for the first time. Okay. See, so you know how I said it was all na- unnaturally dark and yeah, gloomy? Yeah, no. This, this is... sunshine came in. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, this is good. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they lived happily ever after the end. Yeah, I'm so scared. Oh, I lied again. Oh, my God. You built me up. <laughs> I was starting to come back out of the shell. You're being I'm sorry. Tucked in. You, you probably want... Yeah, you need your turtle shell back just uh, for a, a, just a, a moment did more. Did the sunlight actually come in? Yes, it did. It did. Okay. Um, they did They did board it back up, the fireplace, mm-hmm. just uh, as a precautionary measure. I'm. Thank God. Yes. Board it twice. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, indeed. Yeah, board it up better. A few days later, Linda is in the kitchen when her phone rings. And this was back in the days of landlines, mind you. So she walks over to her phone and it's the priest. And this part confuses me because I don't know how he knows this. But what he says to Linda through like clearly fear, being fearful and urgent he says, you need to get the baby and get out of the apartment, Linda. It's still there. The exorcism failed. You need to get out of there. How does he know that? I wonder if something like came to him. Or something him. must have happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like something happened to him and I don't know what it was. But at, at that point, the phone went dead. And the boards on the fireplace started to shudder like something was fighting to get out again. Dude, this. Okay, well, thank God you boarded it up. But like, okay, keep going. <laughs> I have a question, though. If you're an entity, why the heck do boards stop you? 
I'm so confused. He's, you know, he probably takes a whole bunch of a whole bunch of energy. You can't just be like wimpy energy spurt. You need, you need some mad amounts of attention, and that's probably why just, he. It's probably why it was hiding for so long. It was like, okay, this time, <laughs> this is the right. time. You I'm gonna save up energy. But I really think that this is the first time I've ever heard of something being contained like this and not being able to get through a really simple because it's not like they were blessed boards or anything. They were just wood boards it's, and it, it was cursed, it was also though. interesting. Maybe it was cursed. The fireplace or the thing? The thing. Ooh. But also when it had broken out, it literally broke the boards and it messed everything up and and like didn't go through furniture it smashed through it it hit audrey like it's a solid thing but it's an invisible thing and i just have never heard of anything like this before so i just thought i uh, i just i had to catch myself and be like hey yeah why can't it just go through the boards like most creepy things i see what you're saying huh yeah 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 Um, so that, that is that's it's creepy when you actually think about it like that. Hmm. Yeah. So I just thought that was important to point out because that is certainly an anomaly in terms of creepy things that I have uh, heard of. And this is a new one. Linda ran into her bedroom where Mandy was um, and Mandy was on the bed reading a book. Linda said, Mandy, get your things so we can go stay at auntie's tonight. And baby Aaron is in his crib and Mandy gets off the bed and uh, is looking past her, looking past Linda, past the door. And she says, who's that, Mommy? Nope. And she goes, who's who, honey? And then Mandy goes quiet and is staring at something that is past Linda. And she asks, what are you looking at, baby? Honey, get your things. Mommy needs help. Mandy turns her head back to Linda. And when she does, Linda describes that she had this grin, and her eyes weren't her eyes. They had turned black, and oh. it wasn't her. Something took her. That's not, that's not fair. That's not cool. No, that is a line well-crossed. And at this point, Linda grabs Mandy and takes her face in her hands, and then all of a sudden, Mandy's back again. Smart she can mama. see her eyes again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you grab that yeah. thing. Yes, you're like, baby, baby. Oh, my God. So horrifying. Uh, and at this point, they get their things, and they leave, and they go, and they depart, and they don't come back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because so screw that. Yeah, now she's, a, like, your child has officially been possessed and attacked. Um, and at this point, Linda just says, I'm done with the apartment. Uh, it was over. I was done. Um. Two, a week or two later, Linda has to go back to the apartment to get some things that she had left there. Because, you know, they had left in such a hurry. She asked Jeannie to come with her. Jeannie was in the back bedroom and opened the closet door to check for any other items that might have been in there. And she saw something hanging, and it was really odd-looking. And she said, I'd never seen anything like it before. She asked Linda, uh... What is this? Does this go too? Linda came to look, and when she saw the object, she told Jeannie that she had seen it when they first moved in. Um, 
and that it looked like it it just she just figured that it had belonged there and so she just left it there. Oh, the jewelry. So remember thing? that yeah, that jewelry thing that okay. was on a chain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeannie said, "Doesn't this look like a pentagram? It oh, looks like something shit. evil." Uh-huh. She said something that it looks like something that a witch would wear. Oh no. That triggered something for Linda, and she recalled a, a really, really distant memory when she was a child, and she lived in that same area, because remember in the beginning, she that's why she liked the apartment partially, is because it was in an area that she was familiar with. Right. And so uh, when she was little, like around seven, there had been an old woman who had frightened her, and she realized that that woman lived in that same apartment many years ago. Mm-hmm. So she would play outside with her friends and she remembers that a scary woman who would look down at them and she never connected it. And it suddenly made sense to her. And people would always comment things like, don't get too close to her house, or even that was an apartment. Uh, she's a witch and she's mean. Oh, so wow. Hmm. This lady already had, like, it's a weird reputation, I feel, to have. The city uh, witch. The city witch. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to be a city witch. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you can be a city witch. Nowadays, it's a fucking a great thing. But back in the That's day, a- <laughs> man, did you not want to be a, a witch of any type. No, thank you. <laughs> it's it's. Is not not as light and but fluffy. But call me a witch all day long now. now. Oh yeah, you could be a city witch. I'll be a suburban witch, <laughs> which isn't nearly as cool. <laughs> <laughs> a, a witch of uh, a witch of the a witch of the foothills. A witch of the grasslands. Oh my god, I love that so much better. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, so this woman, as she remembered a little bit more, it had been very clear that that woman did not like children and she was always looking out the window scowling and yelling especially when she would hear kids outside and linda feels really embarrassed she's like i cannot believe i had forgotten about that woman living in this apartment and everyone saying she was a witch and she was horrified that she had forgotten well, that's a but jeannie said shocking memory to come up yeah that's quite a revelation wow and and Jeannie said like Linda it was a long time ago you were what like six or seven years old and so you know I give her that I do I give her that and uh Lindy and Jeannie at this point they grab the boxes and they leave and Linda said I knew in my heart I might never know what was really in that apartment And after leaving, Linda and her family never experienced paranormal activity again. Wow. Yeah, that's that's horrifying. What's the curse? I'm so well, I wonder what the curse is. But that woman is obviously still there in some form. Well, I don't know if it's I mean, I don't know if it was curse, but it was there was something that I would liken to a curse. Yeah, it is something spooky. (laughs) Linda was just like, was it the soul of the old woman or was it something that she may have conjured up? And my theory is that it's both. So I think like the breathing 
that she would hear in her ear. I think the bed shaking, and I even think maybe the possession was the old woman. Oh, interesting. I think the poltergeist activity was also the old woman. Um, I think that anything that happened inside the apartment was was that was that old lady. Oh yeah, because I, I, I yeah I think that she's the thing in the fireplace. Do you agree? No, I don't think she's the thing in the oh. fireplace. I think she opened up like a portal in the chimney. To be honest, that's after like reviewing the story several times. It seems to me that she conjured up something that enters and exits from the chimney and would come in and out through the fireplace and is a very specific entity that is solid but paranormal and invisible and evil and not good and and very strange. Because if she was a witch and she, you know, whatever that creepy thing in the closet was doesn't really bode well i think it could make sense that she did some things during her life in that place that caused her to get stuck there and be a very mean angry nasty spirit on her own end and then i don't know who boarded up the fireplace like clearly someone Someone, has experienced this previously yeah whether it was that lady that old lady i don't know they didn't mention anything about her other than linda remembering that that she had lived there a really long time ago. It's very mysterious. Yeah. So, cause that thing isn't always in the fireplace. Like it's, you can, you can tell when it's there cause it's trying to get out. And so I think it comes and goes through some kind of entryway in the portal. chimney. <clears throat> it must be a portal. Okay. That's my, I that's think my you, theory. you, you, you theorized really, really well. I don't have, I don't have shit to go on aside from what you're, that was beautiful. I well, thank agree, you. though. I, I agree. <laughs> I've had time. I've had time to noodle on it, so that's where I've landed. Damn. Um, yeah, yeah. And I would love to know if anyone thinks something different. I would also love to know if someone can tell me what kind of entity is this solid because I'm at a loss. Um, I'm also pretty sure that it, it's probably uh, still there. So, uh, Washington, Missouri, be careful. Tread lightly. Um, take a buddy. Feel free to ask for help. Feel re- free to receive help. And the sunk cost fallacy will always let you down. If you need to bail on something, please bail on it. Just do it. You'll be glad you did. And put that tidbit in your back pocket. Oh, your back pocket's so full of of things now. Yes, you're welcome. Oh, I love it. Um, you kicked ass. That was. Uh, I feel gross. So. I know. I know. It's creepy. I give it like a nine. I'm How spooked you. are you? I'll match you. you I have are chills you though. At a level I nine? am. I I have chills. Uh, I just don't want to be in that situation. But I love hearing about them. So thank you. I, I thank give you for a match a nine. Uh, thank you, Linda and, and Jeannie and Audrey, for sharing this horrifying story. I I'm I appreciate them for being willing to open up about their experience. Well, and I'm excited to I'm excited to share to share with you a, spa- a scary story next week. And dear God, 
Cleanse. Cleanse yourself. Cleanse. yourself. And I, I, I yeah. love you. That was fucking crazy. Give your fireplace the side eye tonight. Check it. Check check. Oh, my God. That really helps. I just realized that, that neither of us have a fireplace, so we're probably just like, ah, oh, everything's fine now. Oh, yeah. So no, my fireplace, have a fireplace is fine. Oh, but if I did have a fireplace, I would just start it. Hey, that's a good idea. You know, if Light you have a fireplace and you're spooked, start it. and Light it. If anything weird has ever come out of your fireplace, oh god, at somethingspookish <laughs> at gmail.com. That would be a good one. Any fireplace-related uh, creepy happenings. Because uh, a fireplace is kind of a portal uh, in its own right. It's a an entryway to the outside that we can't access but but yeah so it's the right kind of setup for something creepy like this but also a lovely centerpiece to any home when not haunted when not haunted if you want to see pictures related to our episodes follow us on instagram at something spookish uh, if you have stories that you want to tell us about email us at something spookish at gmail.com uh, Josie, do we have a website? Oh, we do have a beautiful, fantastic website at www.somethingspookish.com. And we also have a Patreon. And check it out. Finally, check out our Twitter. Our goal is to do more posts. Do we so, have a Twitter? We do have a Twitter, girl. Whoa. Why don't you go check it out? <laughs> <laughs> Josie, check check out our own Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna go check ch- it out. I and listen, if that's a challenge to me, I ch- I'll check it out if everyone else checks it out. So I'm gonna check it out yeah. right now. <laughs> How do you expect everyone else to check it out if you haven't checked it out? I'm so, I'm, that's that's action step number one. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get there. Until next time, stay, stay spooky. spooky.